Yo guys, it's Tony Hassel here with the second podcast. I just returned today from the Munich bootcamp with uh, Tom Torero and uh, four students. Uh, unfortunately, I have to say it's uh, probably one of Tom's last, if not his last bootcamp ever. Um, so sort of losing a great teacher at least as an infield teacher but uh, you know some some people go some people come um, um, so um, the thing that I noticed during the boot camp the most actually inspired me to put together this little podcast um, um, so the thing that I see a lot is in, in, in any type of uh, teaching situation for beginners is that beginners often have very very similar sticking points and it's normal because as in any sports or in any activity usually the same things um, are hard in the beginning and they get easier over time and you know the way Tom and I game and I think Tom is going to release a podcast on this as well it's very different from the way beginner games because we're just way more advanced so we we break the rules all the time but the good news is for beginners is that um, there's actually some really, really standard solutions to some of the most common problems. And today I'm going to talk about exactly those um, solutions and especially about three problems that I see. And it makes me cringe when I see them over and over again because those are problems that you can really solve by just simply studying routines and repeating um, repeating repetition and just training and so the, th the three most common things that I see beginners doing wrong is um, they're all based on, on one problem and the problem is that they just do not follow the process and that they want to freestyle and want to do it the way Tom and I do it but you know Tom and I we started also at one point and we followed certain patterns and certain routines actually obsessed about patterns and routines so today i will give you very quickly it's not going to be a long podcast but very quickly i'm going to give you the three things that i think are the most common sticking points for beginners and number one is the opening beginners in day game they try to open by thinking of something super amazing or thinking of something that's super creative and you know, observing the girl, something, something really quirky about her, and uh, and you know, it's it's a it's a very good uh, good thing to become very observational and work with the context and the environment. But really, what you want is performance uh, certainty, and to get performance certainty, the best thing to do is to stick to one opener and use it over and over and over again. And the opener does not have to vary by the girl. Surprise, surprise, you can say the same thing and it will always work exactly the same way. Is it better to have like a super observational, observationally strong statement like the girl is wearing something in a very specific way that's like fashionable and you pick up on that and, you know, she reacts to that and, you know, you have this common ground all of a sudden. Yeah, it's great, but, you know, let's be realistic. It's... Uh, it's, it's easier to use the same thing. So for the opening, I always recommend the same thing. The opening is always, it has an attention snap where you get her attention. 
then it has a statement of intent where you communicate that you are sexually interested in her. It doesn't mean that you tell her, I want to have sex with you, I'll get back to it in a second. And then it has the transition directly after the statement of intent into the assumptions. And beginners always screw up on any of these. The attention snap, the first one is that you want to get her attention. And by that I mean, it has to be like a, hey, as if somebody had just dropped the wallet and you're telling them, hey, you need to stop, you dropped your wallet. If you're surrounded by people, that hey um, should get the attention of at least all of the people within a three meter radius. They should all turn around. If they don't, then you're not doing it right. So the, the attention snap is the hey, or excuse me. And that has to get her, you have to focus her, her brain and her senses onto you. So once her senses are focused onto you and you're the focus of attention, you can deliver your statement of intent. What you say is something along the lines, give some context, I just saw you from over there, or you just walked past me. And then you just say a very simple statement of intent, and I thought you look very cute, or I thought you look very nice. That's it. As simple as that. Hey, I just saw you from over there. I thought you looked really nice. So I wanted to come and say hello. And directly after that, you transition into your assumptions. Okay, so it's simple, right? It's always the same. I thought you looked cute. I thought you looked nice. I thought you were beautiful. And, and that's it. So let's repeat it again. And you can do this literally with every single girl. And I often do. I don't have to invent the, the wheel all the time. Sometimes it's just as simple as that. It's not really the important bit. It's important that you get it right, that she stops and she looks at you. But you can say it over and over again. And after that, the assumptions, uh, you know, will get your conversation going anyway. So let's just repeat. It's, excuse me, can I just say something really quickly? You just walked past me and I thought you look gorgeous today. I had to come over and say hello. That's it. It's set. That's it. Set in stone. Just use that. Never ever try to be super creative or come up with amazing stuff that will get you trip trip over your words or you will just not deliver it correctly. Just use the one thing a million times. So in the assumption stack, what I the other the second problem is the assumption stack. And what beginners often get wrong, obviously they start asking questions. So they deliver it, hey, I just saw you walking from over there, I thought you looked really nice, I had to come over and say hello, what's your name? Where are you from? Where are you going? What are you doing? That's a no-no. It's, it's, it's one of the most common mistakes. What you want to do is have an assumption stack. It's an assumption about where she's from or what she does for a job. I don't want you to do anything else but these two assumptions. And off those assumptions, you will work. You will work off those assumptions into attraction because what usually happens is that people start asking questions and they're really comfort-based and it really drains the energy out of the set. Because at the beginning, you need to give energy. You need to build attraction. The girl needs to find a reason to stay there and talk to you. If you're draining the energy out of the conversation by making her work right off the bat, you're killing the set. So therefore, assumptions. 
And it's only two assumptions. You don't need to be a genius. You don't need to guess what her grandmother made for breakfast this morning or anything anything esoteric. It's just really, really simple. Um, two assumptions. Geography and job. And when I say job, no, you're not going to ask her whether she's a prostitute. And geography, no, if she's white, you're not going to ask her whether she's from Nigeria. You're going to keep it sensible, okay? And we're going to weave in the the attraction into the job and into the um, her home country. So it's very simple. We're, we're doing something along the lines like... Um, so we're just transitioning now. Hey, I just saw you walking from over there. I thought you looked really nice. Um, I had to come over and say hello. What I noticed about you is that you have a very serious look on your face, but you're very smiley at the, at the same time, so I thought you must be an architect. And it's just because you have the push-pull between you look serious and you have that smile and you deliver on that um, her job is going to create intrigue and it has already um, elements of attraction in it. And the other thing you can do is you were walking past, you are really tall and blonde. I thought you must be from Sweden. Or you're really small and dark. I thought you must be from Spain. Or any kind of statement of what she looks like that will allow you to make reference to where she comes from. And uh, right after that, what usually happens is that you're probably going to get it wrong. And then she's going to reveal what her actual job is. Or she's going to reveal um, what um, what nationality she is. Okay, with practice, you can get it quite right. After a while, you know, you'll, you'll actually get a feel for, like, cold reading. But let's just assume you get it wrong. And she says, no, actually, I'm not Swedish. I am actually from, I don't know, Russia. So now you have something, she has given you some information, and we're going to use that information to build attraction. And the way we use it is very simple. We're not going to, we're not going to ask her any questions like, oh cool, what's Russia like? Any of these sort of beginner mistakes. You're going to keep with the topic and you're going to build attraction. And the way to do it is, oh really, my grandmother warned me about girls from Russia. She said they look very cute and very nice, but they have a hidden sort of dark side. She said, Tony, stay away. Don't ever date a Russian girl. This is going to get a smile and a laugh, especially if it's delivered well. It'll get a smile. And you just can say that over and over again. She says, I'm Italian. Oh, really? My grandmother used, used to warn me about Italians. She said they're very nice and very kind. And they look very innocent, but they're a little bit naughty, so stay away. Or she says, she says, I'm German, you can do the same thing wherever she's from. So it repeats, you don't even have to guess it. The first 20-30 seconds of your approach are going to be exactly the same. So why not take advantage of it and use it in a way that you will get the stop right and you will get the assumption right and you will get the attraction right. Okay, so what if she says, um, no, actually, I'm a lawyer. Well, guess what? Your grandmother is going to fucking help you as well. You just say, my grandmother warned me about lawyers. She said 
They look very nice. They look very innocent. But they know exactly what they're doing. And they have very good negotiation skills. Or it's like this is already freestyling. You don't even have to do that. You just say they look very nice, very innocent, but they have a dark, um, naughty side to them. So you just keep it simple. See, I was already freestyling here. You don't even have to do that. Um, right, so that's going to get the laugh. And uh, obviously, since you know there's two kind of assumptions, geography and chalk, and you're going to start with one, you can obviously alternate. She laughs at the first one, then you say, okay, so you're a lawyer, interesting. And, you know, I also thought, like, you're so tall and blonde, I thought you must be from Sweden. Okay, there you go. You already have two assumptions in a row. Obviously, you're not going to say my grandmother warned me about uh, girls from Sweden. You've already used that. But uh, at least you get one attraction bit and two assumptions. And by, by default, it's always going to work. So... Let's go through the whole thing until this point now. You're going to you're going to have the attention snap. Hey, excuse me, I just saw you from over there. I thought you looked really nice, so I had to come over and say hello. What I noticed about you is that you're very tall and blonde, so I thought you must be Swedish. The girl replies, "No, I'm not. I'm actually from Germany." So you say, "Okay, cool, interesting. You know, my mother." warned me or my grandmother warned me about girls from Germany she said they look very innocent and nice but in reality they have a dark side and they're a little bit naughty he says ha 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 that's so funny then you just go straight into the second assumption so anyway you address oh sorry let's not do that that's freestyling anyway I thought you have like sort of a nice smile but a bit of a serious side as well so I thought this girl must be doing a serious job like maybe a lawyer or maybe possibly an architect okay there you go you don't even have to make it this complicated all you have to say is really just she has a nice smile but she's a bit serious so she's a lawyer or any other job that you can come up with that's a bit more serious there you go she's gonna laugh at that as well she's gonna say no actually i am i don't know i'm a hairdresser let's just say for the sake of it Okay, so now we're, we've brought in the entire the entire set has been really been handled really well to this point. Build attraction, have assumptions, um, and we have her already a little bit attracted. Um, so the next thing we're going to do is use one more thing that you can use in every set. And it's sort of a bait hook reel release um, um, pattern that you know you know from mystery. And it's going to be in every single set. So so you're now stuck, usually. Usually people now would go into, or beginners now would go into some sort of questioning about her job, her where she's coming from, what she's doing. But we're not going to do that. At this point, we have two assumptions and a bit of attraction. We're just going to ask straight away for her name. You just say, okay, cool, lawyer. I knew it. Anyway, it's nice meeting you. My name's Tony. You, um, you, you just reach out and shake her hand. And she will say, oh, nice to meet you, Tony. I am Maria from Spain. And then you deliver the second piece of, uh, the second attraction piece that's super standardized. You just tell her, oh, Maria, interesting name. Do you know what that means 
in German. And it doesn't matter whether you speak fucking German or whether you speak any other language. Do you know what that means in Greek? Or do you know what that means in da-da-da? I just use German because I am German. So I said, okay, interesting. Do you know what that means in German? And she will be reeled in and listening to you. She will say, no, actually, I don't know. What does it actually mean in German? And you say, you know what it means? Build a bit of tension and say, it means absolutely nothing. And that will get... get 99% of the time this will get a, a good laugh and you're already deep into the set now because you've done the entire stack and guess what there's not a single element in here that is freestyle it's all routines and you can repeat it a million times and we know from Bruce Lee don't be afraid of the man who's done a thousand punches once, but be afraid of the man who's done one punch a thousand times. If you keep doing this over and over again, you will get really good at it, and you will get something that I call uh, performance certainty. It will, at one point, become almost boring, because you know it so well, and this is exactly where you want to be. And then at that point, maybe you start being more creative and freestyling. But until you're at the... To the point where it gets boring, do not freestyle. Okay, that's handled. Now the third thing that beginners always get wrong, and I see it all the time, is they forget to close. And it's the easiest thing in game, and, the, and one of the most important things in game is to close. Do never leave a set without closing. Always be closing, even if you think it was extremely short and it's not on, try to close. And the best thing about closing is, just as the opening, it always follows exactly the same pattern. With closing, I even I, I don't tend to freestyle with closing. Closing is just closing. I, I don't need to freestyle, I'm just trying to either... Okay, there's a very specific sequence I'm going through for, for, for a purpose, but I'm always most of the time, 90% of the time, I'm still using the same pattern. And you can do the same. And the more you practice it, the easier it will be. So the closing goes in terms of sequence. Um, what I see people doing wrong when I see it is, A, they don't do it, and when they do it, they do it weak. So it's something like, if I hear something like, oh, listen, maybe possibly another time, if you want, I can take you out. I don't want to be rude. I know I just met you, it's apologetic, it's weak, it's, you know, it's more like, um, it, it, it lacks self-belief, and, and that's a big problem. What you really want to do is you want to close very strong. You do not want to ask a question, just you don't want to ask a question in the beginning, you don't want to ask a question at the end. So the way to close is the following. You put in, as the first thing, a false time constraint, okay? You tell Maria, or Marie, whatever her name is, it was nice talking to you. I'm gonna see friends in 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes, some time constraint. And then you put in a qualification uh, element. You say, but you seem like a cool girl, okay? So this means that you are qualifying her. You're not just taking any girl. She has proven herself to you and now you are um, making a decision based on your conversation that you would like to stay in touch with her. 
And then what you, so we have the false time constraint, then we qualify her. And then what I always do, I always try to do the instant date. And there's a specific reason. Instant date, number one, like if I'm on an instant date, I have much more control. And once the girl is with me on an instant date, I can I can run the game much, much tighter. Um, so, so that's number one reason. Usually instant dates, they... They lead to same delays and stuff like that, or to make outs, and you know you get to you know just spend more time with the girl. Um, so I will say something along the lines: Listen, Maria, I have to uh, go. I'm meeting friends in a bit, um, but you seem like a cool girl. Anyway, I got some time to burn now. There's a coffee place just over there, and I point into the direction and say, "Let's just grab a quick coffee before I leave." Why are we standing on the street? You just say it like this. There's a coffee shop over there. You point into the direction. Why don't let's just grab a quick coffee before I go, and you know, and 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 then I have to go see my friends. And it's and because you're directing into uh, to you're pointing into a direction, she will turn her head. And at that point, I take a step and I just reinforce. Okay, let's just quickly go. She says. If she says, mm, not sure, I should say, yeah, let's just quickly, like two minutes, I'm just grabbing it, just walk with me, and then I go. If she really resists, I go back, and I talk maybe another minute or two, and then I say, listen, Maria, we could have been had, I could have had my coffee already, why don't we just go over there quickly, and I go with her, and she will usually come, unless she says, like, listen, I can't, I'm on my way, meeting friends, going to work okay then there's nothing you can do but the great thing is there's a bit of Cialdini's reciprocity in this close because once you've asked for an instant date it's a big ask it's like asking somebody for a big price tag once i've asked for that the number or the whatsapp not i, I go for the whatsapp because number is more it's more commitment the whatsapp is much much smaller so it has an element of reciprocity relatively speaking to an instant date giving me now her whatsapp seems like a little thing to do almost like a side product you know so then i'll say okay cool i understand you have to go see uh, you have to go see your friends actually i don't have much time too and i'll say listen let's do this we'll connect on whatsapp and another time when I am free, I will see whether we can go out together. Okay, did you hear that? I'm not asking questions. I'm saying, okay, cool, you go see your friends. Let's exchange WhatsApp. And another time when I am free, I will take you out. It's no questions. I'm not asking, you know, can I maybe have your WhatsApp or see you, uh, your Instagram, da, da, da. I'm not asking for the number. I'm asking for WhatsApp. And it's a very demand. Uh, it's a very clear and demanding statement. And it sets me up also a little bit as the price because I'm saying another time when I'm free. It's not like when she has time, but when I'm free. So it's on my terms. Yeah, and that's that's basically it. So the closing is very simple. False time constraint, qualify her, then always try to go for the instant date. If it's absolutely not possible, go for the WhatsApp. So I'm going to repeat it one more time so we have it. Um, okay, cool. Listen, I got to go. I'm seeing my friends in 15 minutes. 
Um, but um, you seem like a cool girl. It's nice talking to you. Nice to getting to know you. Um, actually, right now, I was going to grab a coffee. That's this really amazing coffee shop just over here. I'm pointing there. She's looking. I said, you know, just like two, three minutes, just five minutes. I'm just getting it. Let's go. I walk. I take one step. If she comes with me, you're done. If she doesn't, uh, if she says, no, I don't know, I'm a bit in a rush, I say, okay, cool, I talk another minute, I say, listen, and after a minute, I, I try again, I say, listen, Maria, we could have had that coffee, like, I'm literally meeting friends very soon, let's just grab a quick coffee, and I do the same thing, point in the direction, and I go, sometimes I even touch a little bit to push them, but I don't have to do that, um, if she then says, listen, I would love to, but I really can't. I'm meeting friends right now. I'm actually late. Then I will just go from the instant date to the WhatsApp close. I'll say, okay, cool. I understand. Actually, I don't have much time either. But let's do this. Let's connect on WhatsApp. And another time when I'm free, I'll hit you up and we'll grab a drink. And that's it. Game over. And I get out my phone and I shove it in her face. Not not like not throwing it in her face i put it in front of her so she can pick it up puts in her whatsapp and that's it end of the end of the story so guys these are the three most common sticking points it's the opening it's the assumptions um laced with uh, attraction where people usually go into comfort and it's the closing where people usually are weak or they just forget it entirely so Understand this, these elements are going to be present in every single set. So, in, and they repeat over and over again, and you can literally learn them by heart and practice them. So, not doing that, these key basic elements, by not practicing them, you're putting yourself at a massive disadvantage. You could be doing this. You could be learning this and, and using this over and over again. You, as a matter of fact, if you're serious about day game, you have to. If you don't do this, then literally there's there's no hope because this is going to be in every set. This is like a cook not having salt or pepper. You need to have these elements. So please, guys, do listen to this and do repeat it until you have it down. Anyway... Enough of the preaching. I'm just, you know, you can probably tell it's frustrating sometimes when you see people, you know, that are paying money for teaching and they're spending all these hours. And I asked, I asked them like, what, what's your opener? What's your assumptions? How do you close? And and they can't tell me like, guys, you can sort this out. I mean, if you want to get results, this is the best way of going about it. Um. Okay. Thanks, guys. You know, I just thought I'd put this together. I think it's really helpful. It would definitely have helped me when I was younger and doing this for the first few hundred sets. So, you know, go out, practice, subscribe to my channel. Please, all the haters, leave some hate in the comments. Um, all the guys at home, you know, playing Warcraft checking off not getting laid who are saying oh anthony is just recycling material hate me more hate eventually will turn into admiration so i admire you for getting off warcraft and going out and using what i give you to change your life for the better and with that peace out tony hustle